Hello there, this is Kevin Moore. I am your host with Outdoor Living with the Pros. Here with my good friend Bob Jones, President. Uh, that would be me. Yes, President of Carroll Landscaping and CLI Home Services. And self-reported landscape wizard. The, actually, the number one landscaper in history. Followed closely behind by myself, but that's... That's another story. Yeah, we'll get to that later. In any case, so we, we were kicking back and forth what we wanted this first podcast to sound like what we wanted it to be about, what's the most important thing we can talk about when it comes to outdoor living. And realistically, the list of topics is endless. But the one thing that we really feel is important to get across to absolutely everyone is answer the age-old question, how to hire a competent contractor. So your home, for most people, is the number one investment, the largest investment you will ever make in your life. So you definitely want to treat it like the top investment that you have. So start to talk a little bit, Bob, value versus price. Value versus price. If I sold you a job and it was a dollar, and I didn't give you what you wanted, you spent a dollar too much. So the price means nothing if you're not happy. So if you have a quality contractor, you can provide what you want and more and do it right and spend the money once yeah. instead of two or three times when you're shopping price. Yeah. And that's something that we've seen a lot over the, especially the last 10 years, even more so over the last five, condense it down a little bit, where we're the second, third, sometimes even, even the fourth contractor in on a job, redoing the same job, the same vision that the client had to begin with. But they've had to pay to have it done two or three times before they actually get a professional contractor in there. Now, a lot of times, it will have to do with the fact that they just simply did not know how to properly vet the contractors in their area. And not necessarily price. Exactly. So this isn't always, you know, we don't always throw this at the, at the client's feet and say, hey, you were being cheap. It's your fault. That's not always the case. However, you know, you do really get what you pay for. That's a true statement and has held through time immemorial. So... When you start to look for a contractor in your area to create this dream outdoor living space, and I mean, you know, with the DIY television and a lot of the stuff out there that Which people, is frightful because it's done wrong. It is. It's <laughs> but that maybe that should be an maybe that should be the next topic. I don't know. But Oh, I have topics. I know, so do I. The uh, at the end of the day, we we want to make sure that we have some place to start for you. You know, how do you start to, to actually get this dream outdoor living space? Most people aren't capable of doing it themselves. If you are one of those people who's a real DIY guy or gal, our hats are off to you. If you do it right and you do it yourself, we'd love to see your work. Put it up on Twitter, put it up on, on Facebook, put it up on LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever. You know, cool kitty, great stuff. But most people, most homeowners, are not capable of building a deck patio combination with a sunroom and a water feature and a fire feature and it's just not realistic to expect that from your average homeowner. So what most people do is they go about the business of trying to find the best contractor who's going to give them the best value for their job. A good place to start in Maryland is with the Maryland Home Improvement Commission, the MHIC. So through the MHIC, all landscape and general contractors must be licensed. They will have, what's your license number, Bob? 25050. 
and that's since 1986. So they do not reissue license numbers. So if it's license number 1,735,246, they probably haven't been in business very long. We'll get to that later, too. But along with that licensing, the appropriate level of insurance and bond is also required. So if you have somebody come into your house and they are giving you a pamphlet that does not have their license, and this is specific to Maryland. I know this podcast is going to be heard all over, but many states have very similar regulations. We have to have that license number on any piece of advertisement, business card, letterhead that we submit. So if you don't see that license number, that might be a real big red flag right there that this may not be the person that you need to be dealing with. There's other ways to vet online to start with as far as contractors go. Better Business Bureau. Correct. Okay, so the Better Business Bureau, for the most part, yeah, what can you say? Better Business Bureau, find them online, find, you know, Google them, give them a call. The Better Business Bureau, we, you know, we at Carol Landscaping CLI Home Services, we're an accredited business, which means that if we have a problem with a client, the Better Business Bureau will step in and mediate that, that disagreement. Now, we have no disagreements ongoing. That's something you might want to look into, too, as far as court cases, as far as with the Better Business Bureau and with your state court system. There's also Angie's List. There's a lot of different search engines that you can use to get a better feel for who these contractors are and kind of start to you know, cut that list down. You really want to wind up with two or three people that you're talking to for a specific proposal. If you have six people come to your house and you call us, we're, we're probably not even interested in being number seven because most likely that means you're shopping price alone. Now, there is the rare instance, and we've both had these happen this year. Yes, we have from the standpoint of we were the first competent person that actually t- they talked to and we knew what we were talking about, so they were happy to have us come out because they vetted three or four and... Once they met them, they knew they weren't for them. They weren't there to take care of them. They were there to try to get a check as fast as possible. Yeah, that's very very well put. And that's, <coughs> we're seeing more and more of that as well. So you've done the online search and everything. I mean, hey, it's 2019, everything, you know, you can Google anything. Well, don't forget about word of mouth. Talk to your friends, talk to your relatives, talk to some of your neighbors. If there's somebody in your neighborhood who you're very envious of, Okay. You, see, you see their deck, you see their patio, the area around their swimming pool, whatever it happens to be. You say, man, that's beautiful. Go ask them who built it. And, that, yeah. and another way to vet somebody, too, is if you know the product you want to use, say you want to use Tech and Block for a paver, or you want to use AZAC for a deck, they have certified contractors through their websites, too, that they can steer you to someone that's certified to do that type of work. Yeah, this is, that's a very, very good point. And when you go with, you know, use TechoBlock's a great example with what they would call a TechoPro. Their TechoPro contractors are, have, have committed to build things at, to, at or exceed industry standards. The other thing that's going to happen, and something that's kind of scary that we were just talking about earlier today, is a lot of contractors do not build or install these products correctly. Now, if your TechoBlock product is installed incorrectly, it 
voids the manufacturer's warranty on that installation. And that's a really scary thing because you may feel like you've gotten a really, really good deal when it starts to fall apart in nine months, a year and a half, two years, and TechoBlock comes out and says, hey, we're really sorry, we can't help you because this wasn't installed right the first time, that's where you wind up spending twice as much, most of the time three times as much, to get that entire area ripped out and redone so that it can be safe and usable. Um, you know, let's not forget about home shows. So, you know, home shows are not a thing of the past. There's some great home shows available all throughout North America um, where you can actually go and you can meet contractors in person. You can see, you know, maybe a small display of their work. A lot of times they'll have a PowerPoint running with different photographs of their jobs. You'll actually get the opportunity to get to know who's coming to your house. So here's the other side of that coin, though. If you're going and you're meeting people and they are making an appointment for someone else to come to your house, but they're really not sure who that appointment's for, that may not be the contractor for you either. You know, so before I invite someone to my house, I want to know who they are, and I'm sure that you feel the same way. Okay, Bob, so let's say we're at a home show. Okay. okay. And we're sitting there, and a client comes to us. What's the number one, let's go with wrong questions first. What's the number one wrong question? How much per square foot, whether it's patio, decking, whatever, mm -hmm. how much per square foot? Yeah, we don't sell microwaves. We don't sell televisions. Okay, quick example. About two and a half weeks ago, the television in the bedroom, the color was bad, it was just fading, it was about a 10-year-old Samsung. I went online, looked around, found the television that was good. I like Samsung TVs, so I found a 50-inch Samsung that was as big as I could go in the TV cabinet in our bedroom. I went to BJ's, I bought it, I got the best price from them. That's a Samsung TV. So if it was $10 less at BJ's than it was at Walmart, you buy it at BJ's. It's a commodity. It's a commodity. We do not work or deal in commodities. Every deck is a little different. Every patio is a little different. The square foot pricing is basically just laziness. And a lot of times, it's also a trap. You know, give you a good promise on the way in the door, and then you find out what it really costs after the yard has been repaired, the grades have been restored. Oh, you know, downspouts. Downspouts. Yeah. Yeah, the downspouts get pl pump plumbed out. All the things that need to occur for your job to work and work properly. Other things, coupons. Okay, here's the deal with coupons. If I can give you a 20% off coupon, that means I should have priced it 20% less than I did in the first place. Correct. That simple. Don't, no, nothing else needs to be said about that. A coupon is simply a gimmick to get you to let them in the door. So if you're dealing with a good contractor, they probably aren't going to be offering coupons. They're, they're definitely not going to be running some kind of gimmick promotion. And, you know, th these kind of things, they just kind of leave me with a bad taste in my mouth as to whom I might be dealing with. So, other things. Um, free estimates. Okay. So, here's a free estimate. Your patio is going to cost somewhere between $1 and $10 million, probably. Okay, that's a free estimate. A free estimate is different than a professional consultation, is different than a professional design. Bob, what is a free design worth? What's the value of a free design? Absolutely nothing. You got what you paid for. 
So if we, they don't have enough respect for their intelligence and knowledge to charge for it, then it's not worth anything. That's like going to the doctors for free. Are you really going to trust his judgment if he's not charging you something? And listen, if you're one of these people who needs emergency open heart surgery and price shops the surgeon, God bless you, stop listening to me. Just never listen to me again. I got a coupon for Yeah, if you got a coupon for open heart surgery, you're good with that because you're going to say get it for 15 bucks less. Have fun with it. It's a photo. Yeah, exactly. They do buy one, get one free yes. open heart surgeries. Amen. Maybe you and I should both go now and get that taken care of. Look, seriously, this is a, we are professionals. These are professional services. If you want your investment to last. A company like AZEC gives you a 25-year guarantee on their product. You want a deck that's built to code. You want your contractor to pull all the permits for you like they should be. You want this thing to last so that when you go to sell your house for I've never had one client come to me or a potential client walk up to me and say, you know, Kevin, Bill, he lives across the street from me, his yard sucks. Could you do me a favor? Could you make my yard look just like his? No one has ever said that to me in 30 years. But they certainly will try and get the same price from me that Bill got for his backyard that sucks. You get what you pay for. So, what? okay, so let's, enough negatives. Let's get to the positives, the good stuff. What are the right questions to ask? How long have you been in business? Okay. Have you done any work in the area? Mm-hmm. Are all your workers your employees, or are they all subs? If they are employees, who are they? Yeah, Stuff of that nature. Also, if, uh, If I have you come out, how soon can you get to it? And if I say tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, you don't want me. Because yeah. good contractors in this economy, you can't call them one week and expect the job done the next. It just doesn't work that way. I'll tell you, this is, this is a, another great, go back to the medical analogy. You and I were just talking, I'm having a lot of problems with my lower back. Because Good. I didn't lift with my legs for the last 30 years, let's put it that way. Um, the first good neurosurgeon I could get this to see was about two months to get the appointment. And my mother's asked me about 15 times, you need to get in right away, you need to get in right away. And my answer to her has been, if the neurosurgeon can get me on the table the same day and it's not an emergency, I don't want to see him or her. He got C's. Yeah, he's, he, he barely graduated medical school, okay? <laughs> That's not the guy I need to have opening up my back. So, same difference. And so let me talk about subs for a minute, subcontract. Okay. Subcon not, not Subway. Not Subway or cheesesteak sub, which might be something that I do in the next half hour to 45 minutes because I awesome. haven't eaten in a little while. However, so subcontractors are not necessarily a bad thing. No, they're not. You know, that doesn't mean if the guy says, yeah, we use, we use subs, we use subcontractors, that that's fine. Okay. So questions to ask if they say, do you build your own deck if they're doing a deck patio combination? And they say, we build our own patios, but we have a subcontractor that we use for decks. Okay, next question is, who do you use as your subcontractor? If they say, oh, well, they're like family, if, they, if they're not family, okay, that's, that's a BS answer. That's, we hear that all the time. They're like family. That doesn't mean anything. A number of companies, what they do is that they will, set, they will sell your job. So you write the deposit check to them, they get you under contract, and then they will go and sell your job to the lowest bidder. Correct. It happens all the time, and it's a real scam. It's not illegal, though. 
So the longest the subs have their own insurance. Yeah, correct, correct. So one of the questions is that's an important question to ask. So if you ask me, okay, who's building my patio? I can tell you, okay, it's going to be Steve, Rich, Max, or it's going to be Chris, Justin, Kyle, and Dylan. It's that simple. I don't have to stutter. I don't have to double ask myself twice. I'm not sure which cruise, which of the crews is going to get there, but I can tell you who they are. You know, and it's the same thing with the subs. If we have an electrician, I'm not going to use his last name because I didn't ask his permission. We're not electrical contractors, but let's say you're getting a water feature put in or you want some additional outlets put on your deck out further out into the yard at your satellite patio, what have you. You know, who's your electrician? It's Tom G. Oh, well, when the electrical um, lines are being run, who's going to be here? Well, Tom, Tom G will be here and our crew. That's simple. That is what you're looking for from somebody. Um, you know, doing your research, doing your due diligence, as Bob is known for saying, you know, asking the pertinent questions. If you ask a contractor, okay, prior to them coming to your house or at a home show or, you know, however you want to do it, or even at your house if you've decided to invite them over, a good contractor can answer most, if not all, of the questions that you have without hesitation, okay? And if it's a question that can't be answered, your contractor's going to say, well, you know what, I need to take some elevation measurements on that. I need to look and see what the code is for this specific area of the county. That's an answer. Not, uh, uh, sure you can do that. Y yeah, okay, it looks fine. Now, you, you need somebody who you have confidence in. You're going to invest a lot of money, and you're going to have a lot of hopes tied up in this really special area. Hopefully it's going to be everything that you dreamed of. And, you know, the last thing that I'll say, and I think Bob will, I hopefully agree with me on this, is... I'll let you know. Okay, well, we'll find out momentarily. <laughs> Thorough proposal, okay? If you get a proposal for your front door being installed, and it says, take door out, and the second line item is put door in, that may be somebody who potentially isn't all that thorough in the way they do things. They should, they should submit a thorough proposal to you for the scope of work that you are asking for. And if you have questions about that proposal, or if you feel maybe it does not cover everything that needs to be covered, let them know. Reach out, make sure to get it in writing, a good contractor will be happy to put everything in writing. Don't and you not, agree? And, and not be offended by it. Of course. I'm never right. offended when somebody, when somebody says, hey, you know, you said deliver and install. I just had this happen not long ago. You said deliver and install. Can you change that to provide deliver and, and install? Right. Now, I granted, a little redundant, but I said, sure, no problem, because I'm providing it. That's not an issue. So if you're even a little bit skeptical about it, make sure you get it all in writing. Um, and, and you'll know in the first five minutes when you meet them, mm -hmm. you either trust them or you don't. And if you don't trust them, don't hire them. Don't hire them. <laughs> period. Hire them. Yeah. And then, you know, back to, okay, back to one last thing before we sign off. You mentioned TechoBlock. You, you mentioned Azek. And this just came to mind from a discussion we had a couple hours ago. Oh, my God. Um, and, and we talked about it a little bit, just touched on it briefly. Okay. But as far as if your deck framing is not appropriate. Right. It voids AZEX warranty. Yeah, it sure does. Okay, and if you're, if you're getting an interlocking paver or a permeable pavement system put in from TechoBlock and your base work and your, you know, your underlayment, et cetera, is not installed properly, that voids TechoBlock's warranty. Oh, right. So, so ask about 
the... I was just going to interject please, real quick. Please do, yeah. The framing on the decking can pass code, but still be wrong for the product being installed. Yes. So it can pass inspection and still fail. Yes. So you have to follow the product's recommendations, which are stricter than usually local codes. That's well, well said, and thank you for bringing that up. That's a really, really good point. Well, that's it for us today here at Outloader Door Living with the Pros. Now, what we're going to cover, um, our next guest is going to be Mr. Shane Ross, and we're going to talk about drainage and grading. Because the most important question we walk out, when we walk out to a job school, what is the most important question we ask ourselves? Where are the waters going now, and where are the waters going to go when we're done? Amen, brother. And stay tuned, because Shane's really good looking. <laughs> Thank God it's a podcast. In any case, please, uh, listen, if you're on Twitter, uh, follow me at Kevin Carroll Land. K-E-V-I-N-C-A-R-R-O-L-L-L-A-N, three L's. Email me at kamorecl at gmail.com with any recommendations. If you want to hear about a specific topic that's pertinent to what we do, we'd, be lo we'd love to talk about it. Subscribe to our Carol Landscaping, Inc. YouTube channel or visit us at our website, carol-landscaping.com. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back talking to you again soon. Bye-bye.